Is That Really in the Bible? presents the teaching ministry of David Freeman. Well, the title of the message is When We Care Too Much. It may sound like a strange title, uh, When We Care Too Much. And what I'm talking about is people like myself who can internalize other people's problems, emotions, feelings. Very sensitive in that area. Um, and examples of when we care too much or people that can do that, you know, you, you wonder how people took things. Like you, you might say, you look nice today. And the person might think, well, does that mean I didn't look nice yesterday? And you start worrying about that. Oh, I wonder if they were thinking I, did, I was saying they didn't look, look nice yesterday. And, and you start agonizing over something that you assume the way they took something. And it gets to you. Uh, I remember saying something, I can't even remember, this has been a long time ago, but I said it to a woman and then I, I somehow thought, I hope she wasn't thinking that I was implying that, that she was fat, because that was not the issue at all, the way I said those words. But I remember letting that eat away at me. So, you know, the, the concept is when you care too much. Um, you internalize how other people take things. Uh, you know, someone can tell me about cutting themselves with like a, a knife, a knife, and I can almost, I'm not bleeding, but I can almost feel a cringe. It's like, oh, you know, don't tell me what, you know, I sliced my hand and, and, and it's, it's, you know, uh, so there's a lot of things that, that can get to, you know, the death of a loved one. I, even our prayer requests, can, you know, I can internalize those things. And I'm thinking, oh, whoo, boy, that's, you know, just, just, you know, what are they going through? That, that's bad news, you know. And uh, I, I know my niece, um, my mother, a long time ago was working in the garden, and I think she broke her wrist or her arm or something like that. And she said, she broke down in tears and said, I didn't want grandma to break her wrist. And just just broke her heart, and and you know that that's what I'm talking about. You know, you, you can see it in children sometimes, but as adults, sometimes we never lose that. We carry that with us all of our life. That it's it's a you know, and uh, and I think I know with me, I have to limit what I watch on TV. I have to limit news, Facebook, uh, the cruel world in which we live. I mean, there's starvation, there's missing children, there's rape, there's, you know. And when you care too much, you have to isolate yourself from this cruel world. And it's hard to do. I mean, how do you, how do you isolate yourself from, from all that's going on in this world? You see, now there's a word for it. it it's called empathy. Empathy is someone who is highly aware of the emotions of those around them. To the point of feeling those emotions. To the point where you yourself feel those emotions that they're, they're feeling. Um, I, I told a story one time of uh, being at a, you know, it's a Feast of Tabernacles and it was a, it was a fun show. That, at least that's what they called it. Uh, they should have named it something like that, the non-fun show. But, but, <laughs> but uh, uh, this guy got up and tried to tell jokes. Elderly man. I respected the man, and you know, and, I, and it was it was bad. It was really bad.
I mean, he's telling jokes in front, in front of an audience, four or 500 people, and, and, and people are just sitting there like this. He tells another joke, not quite deftly, you know, the, the silence was deafening. <laughs> and I, I felt myself cringing, sitting, going back in my seat, wanting to crawl somehow underneath the carpet and just get out of there. And I'm, I'm feeling a feeling for him who was basically making a, you know, it just, finally he said, you know, I'm supposed to be up here telling jokes. And everybody started laughing. <laughs> but had it happened again, we, we were at the feast at uh, Myrtle Beach and uh, it was a drunk guy hitting on my wife. And, and, uh, and he, he was trying to sing karaoke and he was so bad. I felt sorry for the guy that was hitting on my wife trying to sing karaoke. I mean, how do you get that? <laughs> I mean, you should not be doing what you're doing. <laughs> but uh, empathy is someone who is highly aware of the emotions around them to the point of feeling those emotions themselves. Empathy sees the world differently than other people. They're keenly aware of others, their pain points, and what they need emotionally. Keenly aware of that. Now, it can be a gift from God, or it can be a curse. And we need to somehow figure out, okay, God, I have this ability. How can it be a gift, you know, that I can share with others, I can use this gift, instead of being a curse. Now, Ezekiel 9 and verse 3, Ezekiel 9 and verse 3, sort of talks about a, a positive side to this ability. Ezekiel 9 and verse 3, And the glory of God of Israel was gone up from the cherub, whereupon he was to the threshold of the house. And he called to the man clothed with linen, which had the writer's inkhorn by his side. And the Lord said to him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh and that sigh and that cry for all the abominations done in the midst thereof. Slay utterly old and young, both maids, little children and women, but come not near any man upon whom is the mark, and begin at my sanctuary. So what is the mark? Who is spared? Well, those that sigh and cry for all the abominations that are done in the midst of the earth. You know, the, in the midst of the United States. So when you go to the post office and you see missing, have you seen this child? Or you watch a bit of the news and you say, man, I can't take that. You know, those that sigh and cry, maybe those that internalize other people's emotions can feel what they're going through when they're hurting. Who is not spared? Those who just don't care. They just don't care. They're too busy with their life. They're too busy doing other things, whatever. Blessed are those that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Now in Philippians 4 and verse 6 tells us, Philippians 4 and verse 6, scripture that I struggle with, be careful for nothing when you care too much. 
Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God. Be, you know, some tra translation, be anxious for nothing. Okay, now we're dealing with anxiety here. Uh, don't worry about a thing is another translation. Are you kidding? <laughs> don't worry about a thing? Okay. When we care too much. Okay, now we're dealing with the subject when we care too much and the, and the downside to that and the negative side of caring too much. It's like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders. In fact, that was a song. Uh, I, I forget the title. Make the world go away. Take it off. Get it off of my shoulders. Um, but here, here's what I want you to hear. I'm going to repeat it twice. Anxiety isn't about worrying too much but caring too much. Anxiety is not so much about worrying too much, but caring too much. Are you the family worrier? Well, somebody is probably. You know, if you've got a family, somebody's, fam somebody's the family worrier. Uh, the one who analyzes every situation and measure all its innumerable outcomes. Do you find it difficult to say no to people? Uh, are you upset about people not texting you back? You know, you text someone, that person didn't even write me back. I asked them a question. I asked them a specific question. They didn't even bother texting me back. I'm upset. <laughs> Do you think people don't like you? And that all your relationships are simply doomed to fail? Do you imagine scenarios of loss and death? Do you have a hard time trying to let go of things? Now say if you answer yes to more than three questions, chances are you might be suffering from some form of anxiety disorder. But what is anxiety? What, what really is it all about? Well, basically it's about caring too much. Now wait a minute. I, I, suppose we're, I thought we're supposed to care. I mean, I, uh, caring is a Christian virtue. But you're not to care at the expense of your own self-destruction. At your own self-destruction. You know, uh, I have anxiety issues. And, and sometimes I take a, a drug called, uh, and, I, and I've read about all the side effects, and I try to limit myself, but a, a drug called Xanax. And I told, my, I told my wife, I said, you know, that drug, you know, I cut the pill in half, half milligram, but I said, you know, that thing, I can just return back to a normalcy. I'm, I don't let anything get to me. Um, you know, someone said, your house can burn down. You, you'd say, well, big deal. Your house burning down. I don't, I don't care. So what? You know, and it's, 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 but it's amazing that a drug could, could get you in that mood, whatever, whether it's uh, something missing in, in, inside the brain or whatever, where you're able to return to that normalcy and, and where you're not letting all those things get to you. And uh, so I want to go through some, some points here. Number one, caring too much is the pursuit of perfection. Nothing is ever good enough when you care too much. And boy, is that ever the truth. It, it, it is the pursuit of perfection. Whatever you do is not good enough. And I, I can relate to that. And I can, I, can, I can give a sermon and I can... I can 
quit it, you know, get off the stage, whatever, and tear it to bits and pieces. It just never, never measures up in my mind. Never measures up as, as you know, it's not, not good enough. Just never, never, never good enough. It's about pursuing a perfect world that we don't even live in. First of all, we don't even live in a perfect world, but, but somehow, you know, the pursuit of perfection when you care too much. I don't want to see anything bad. I don't want to hear anything bad. I don't want to hear about someone dying or sick, or in, and, I and I want my own body to work perfectly, which is a joke, the, the more you age. <laughs> I want a perfect world. Perfectionism. Caring is too much is the pursuit of perfection. We desire a world that doesn't even exist. We're living in a fantasy world in our mind. In Luke 11 and verse 1, Luke 11 and verse 1, Jesus sort of gives us the answer. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he had ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. As John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, when you pray... Pray, our Father which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as it is in heaven, so in the earth. So Jesus is saying, you know, because you care too much, you need to look beyond this life to that perfect world that we all desire. I mean, it is coming in the form of Christ returning to this earth, the government, the kingdom of God, that utopian you know, world that we all dream about, it is coming, but this is what we are to pray about. And this is sometimes you've got to keep your focus on, no, this world is not perfect. There's nothing perfect about it. It never has been. But there's one that is coming to this earth. <clears throat> and the sooner the better. The sooner the better. For the sake of humanity, for the sake of all. In fact, what, what did Christ say? He said, he said, except those days be, should be shortened, no flesh would be, be saved alive. Think about that scenario. Think about what he's saying. Unless I do intervene, there's not going to be anything left to save, to work with. Number two, caring too much is trying to control everything because we feel out of control ourselves. And that, that is so true. We feel out of control, and, and there is this, this desire to control everything, every circumstance, every, you know, every ache and pain, everything that you're going through, every heartache. You know, I've got to control this. I've got to get on top of this. We cannot control the world, okay? We cannot control people's actions. We cannot control their bad decisions. We cannot control poor judgment of people. We cannot control death, our own or someone else's. Uh, we cannot control the stock market. We cannot control the future. That's just a lot we can't control. But I'm telling you, sometimes caring too much is trying to control everything. Why would we care so much about stuff that is totally out of our control? You know? Matthew 6 and verse 25. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. Wow. That's the words written in red, by the way. Words of Jesus. Take no thought for your life when you care too much. What you shall eat, what you shall drink, nor yet for the body, what you shall put on, is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment. When we care too much. Number three, caring too much is being restless. 
day and night. Restless. It's got a restless mind. I like this story. Luke 10 and verse 38. Illustrates perfectly what we're talking about here. Restless. Just restless. You know, the reason you're restless is your focus is on maybe the wrong thing. Luke 10 and verse 38. Now it came to pass as they went that he entered in a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard the, his words. But Martha was cumbered about much serving. Now see if you can relate to this. Much serving. What is there out there daily for me to serve? I could talk about serving the church. I could talk about serving my house, serving my car, serving, serving, taking care, fixing up, serving, 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 serving something constantly. She uh, <clears throat> sat at Jesus', Jesus feet and heard his word, but Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me alone to serve alone? Can't get no help around here. But bid her, therefore, that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, you are careful and troubled about many things when we care too much. But one thing is needful, and Mary has chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. I want you to make you a list of all the things, just fill in the blank, all the things that you care about. Well, I care if my car is clean. You know, you wonder, why, why do I care about the car? It's going to rain, you know. Why do I care about, why do you, I asked Teresa, why do you care about making the bed? We're just going to get right back in it that night. I mean, well, what is the purpose of this? You know, what do you care about? What I care about is the house is clean. I care about my desk is clean. I, 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 I care about how things look and how they appear. Versus spending time with God. Spending time with God's word or listening to CDs or listening to sermons, you know. You know, it's just what you care about, all the cares, when we care too much versus you know, it's priorities, you know, really, in, in our lives. And, and I, I found that I, you, can, you can get consumed with all that list of things that you care about, that you think is so important. And sometimes I ask the question, why? Why do I even think this is important? There was a song by the Eagles, Take It Easy. Don't let the sounds of your own wheels drive you crazy. I'm going to have to go home and listen to that. I mean, that's just, <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> you know, Jesus with his sacrifice had the weight of the world on his shoulders. Think about that. Yet, he didn't care so much that his cares became a distraction to the mission he had to accomplish. If that makes sense. Okay. He had the weight of the world on his shoulders, but he didn't care so much that it became a distraction to the mission he had to accomplish. Christ bore our sins, but he did not internalize them for all eternity. All right? You see, God forgives and forgets. We forgive. We forgive others. We forgive ourselves. But I want to tell you something. We never forget. 
we never forget. And sometimes the things we don't forget, we eternalize them for a lifetime when we care too much. So when we care too much, I'll close out again with Philippians 4 and verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything. Now, maybe this is the antidote. Maybe this is the answer here. Okay, uh, when we care too much, but instead, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. God, there are things that I need. And, and then it concludes by saying, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding. And boy, do we need that. The peace of God which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. If you would like more information or if you have any questions, write to Is That Really in the Bible? 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia 24151. Or visit us on the web at isthatreallyinthebible.net. For more information, check us out online at isthatreallyinthebible.net. Listen to the podcast, watch the weekly program, worship with us on our weekly Sabbath service, and be sure to visit our free bookstore. Again, the website is isthatreallyinthebible.net.